0: Thank you. Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate Definitely. that. We, appreciate we should you. be ready to start in just a moment. It is eight fifteen. We got four more folks coming in. There you go. Oh, great. And I'm gonna pass it on, on to our wonderful um chair is gonna be Minister Erica Dabney Minor, who is here and Pastor Sid. And you know she's got a powerful devotion for us, so oh, you know. Good evening, good evening. Can you all hear me? Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. Uh, Erica,
0: how are you? Praise God, I got something right. I got the mute button correct. It <laughs> is. It's good to hear all your voices and uh, I love it. Uh, I listened to you all for a couple of minutes and what warmed my heart is I hear you all talking about how you send cards to each other, you check on <laughs> each other, and you make sure even in the virtual space that if you don't see someone at church, you call and check on them and that is a beautiful Amen. thing. Amen. Amen. Exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Um, well, yeah, as Ms. Deborah said, I'm Minister Erica and I I am uh, excited and um, honored to be sharing with you this evening. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do my best to try and mute the lines. I love that Miss Deborah is the best tech support in the world. So if I don't get it right, she sure know. is. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, <let's> see. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So this evening, I want to share with you all um, from the book of Acts. Um, I'm coming from Acts chapter 10, verses 34 through 43, Acts chapter 10, 34 through 43. Um, And I'm reading from the NASB version. If you have another version, it should still read very, very similarly. Um, And it reads, opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation, the one who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him the word which he sent to the sons of Israel preaching peace through Jesus Christ he is the Lord of all you yourselves know the thing that happened throughout Judea starting from Galilee after the baptism which John proclaimed you know of Jesus of Nazareth how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. We are witnesses of all the things that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They also put him to death by hanging him on a cross. God raised him up on the third day and granted that he be revealed, not to all the people, but to witnesses who had been chosen beforehand by God, that is, to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he ordered us to preach to the people and to testify solemnly that this is the one who has been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify of him that through his name everyone who believes in him, receives forgiveness of sins. So for our devotional moment this evening, I want you all to reflect on what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Throughout this Lenten season, these past six or seven weeks or so, I've overheard many conversations about people's Easter weekend plans, and I'm sure a lot of you did too. Maybe you had some Easter weekend plans. I heard people excitedly sharing about their trips to Disney World and plans to go on Las Vegas excursions and even trips to the beach. I heard people enthusiastically share news about Easter baskets they were buying for their kids. Um, a friend of mine even negotiated and bargained her way to get her two little boys to the White House Easter egg roll this year. I heard a lot of good things being shared that pertained to Easter weekend plans. I heard people talking about how they had a rough 2020 and 2021 and how this was the first Easter in a long time that they would get to spend with family. But of all the conversations and plans that I overheard, I am very saddened that not once that I hear anyone mention that they were looking forward to being in the virtual or physical sanctuary to worship the risen Savior on Easter weekend. Not once did I hear anyone mention an Easter play that they would be attending or the fact that they were excited about their vacation plans but intended to return early so that they could be present in the house of the Lord for Resurrection Sunday. During this Lenten season, instead of feeling celebratory, I have to be honest with you all, I felt burdensome sometimes. I felt heavy in my spirit, and maybe some of you did, too, because there was so much bad news over the last seven weeks. Let me refresh your memory. During this season of Lent, Russia invaded the Ukraine for an unnecessary war that is still ongoing. The Honorable Judge Katanji Brown Jackson was almost denied a well-served appointment, a well-deserved appointment at the U.S. Supreme Court, not because of the content of her character, but because of the color of her skin. And unfortunately, during the season of Lent, a slap heard and seen around the world distracted us from focusing on the good news that an anti-lynching bill was finally signed into law. We talked so much about skyrocketing gas prices and North Korea missile launches, and we got distracted from the good news that two black head coaches led their university's basketball teams to the men's and women's NCAA national championships. In this world, there were so many negative distractions, inappropriate behavior, and so much bad news It's fascinated and saddened me to hear that people were not talking about the good news. In our passage from Acts, Simon Peter has been summoned by Cornelius. And Cornelius is a Roman soldier. He is a Gentile convert. And he has summoned Simon Peter to journey to his home in Caesarea. And Cornelius sent two of his Gentile messengers to go get him. Cornelius was visited by an angel who told him to go send for Peter. And during that time, Peter was given a vision from God. And in this vision, God showed him that all things that Jews considered unclean had been made clean because of Christ's death and resurrection. As a disciple of Christ, Peter already knew that he was instructed by Jesus to teach all nations about the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Uh, However, there was still segregation between Gentile converts and Jewish converts because Jews still felt, since they were God's chosen people, they did not have to give full acceptance to Gentile converts. But because of this vision and God's instruction, Peter knows better. He knows he must go with Cornelius' messengers and visit him in his home. I want you to ponder this evening, how far are you willing to go to share the good news? Peter traveled an entire day with these two Gentile messengers. They're strangers. He travels with them to personally inform Cornelius and Cornelius' entire Gentile family that through Christ's death and resurrection, men and women from all nations who believe in Christ and do what is right in the eyes of the Lord have access to the grace gift of salvation, the gift of forgiveness of sin, and the gift of acceptance. Peter was intentional about what he came to talk about. Upon his arrival, he didn't waste time talking about the NFL draft, his March Madness bracket, who won the Oscars, lost the Grammys. He was intentional. He greets Cornelius and his family. He humbly takes his seat and he declares the good news. We often tend to focus on non-believers when we talk about Jesus and salvation. I'm not saying that we should not. Of course we should, because we are all in the business of drawing people towards Christ so their souls can be saved. However, in this passage, the good news is not being shared with non-believers. It's being shared with someone who already believes. And sometimes we forget that that's important too. We forget about sharing the good news with people who already believe because we assume that they already know everything we know about Jesus. There are believers in our modern-day times who are just like Cornelius. They are excluded from the majority, and they are excluded from the church. They believe in Christ. They're striving to serve God daily. However, we, the church, exclude them similar to how Jews excluded Gentiles because we judge how unclean and impure we think they are. We, the church, have joined in with cancel culture. We pick and choose who we think is worthy and who should join our small groups, who can be part of our choir, who can sit next to us on pews, and even who can stand and preach in our pulpits. But the Corneliuses of today need a visit from us. They need us to have a humble Peter moment, and they need us to come by and see them and admit that we now realize that Jesus is impartial. Jesus loves and forgives them too, and Jesus accepts all men, all women, from all nations who believe in him and obey him. I want you all to remember as you go about this week. We are just fresh off of Easter. Don't leave that Easter spirit in, in in last Sunday. Keep that with you. Keep the good news and remember the excitement that you felt on Sunday. Remember the excitement that you feel every time you enter the house of the Lord. And think about anytime you have a gift for someone or anytime you have good news that you want to share. You have this excitement and this eagerness to go bring it to them, to go share it with them, to go give it to them, to go mail it to them. We all need to have more Peter moments in our lives. We all need to be good witnesses and testify about the risen Savior who is full of grace and mercy and acceptance. Don't make people come looking for you. Go to their home, log on to Zoom, FaceTime them, call them up, and let them know. That there is a reason to rejoice because Jesus is the hope of all who seek him, the help of all who find him, and no one is as loving and as good and kind as him. Christ Jesus lives today. He lives in our hearts. Don't forget to tell other people. Be intentional and think about what you are talking about. Amen. 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 Thank ministry. you so much, Minister Erica. Thank you, Minister Erica. That was a great yes. message. Yes. Yes. We Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much, Reverend Erica. Amen. Minister Erica. Amen. You, <laughs> you, you did a great uh, job. Praise God. Yes. Yes. Praise yes. You did. Excellent job. Thank you so much. Yes. Praise God. I'm glad that uh, that message uh, meant something to all of us this evening, and hopefully, we can apply it to our lives and exercise that each and every day as we encounter believers and non believers. Um, at this time, I want to be respectful of your time. And um, I heard a few prayer requests at the beginning while you all were chatting and sharing with each other, but if there are any other prayer requests this evening, um, I heard, uh, Miss Eloise, I heard you mention that your sister-in-law passed away and that you'll be traveling this no, weekend. No, her husband, her husband, uh, sister, my sister-in-law's husband passed. Your sister-in-law's husband, my that, my daughter. Yes. Yes, uh-huh, that's, that's, that's
1: my brother-in-law.
0: Brother. Okay, yeah. all right. <clears throat> all right, and then Miss Deborah's aunt had passed away as well. If anyone else had any prayer requests you would like to share at this time, please do so. Uh, Reginald we have Veronica Harrison, family. who the lost her husband. Reverend uh, like, uh, um, uh, the the Deacon Audrey. family Reginald uh, Steele. family. Miss uh, so uh, so, uh, Mary Harrison. And Miss John Pfeiffer. Say, and Matthew Wait, Pfeiffer. The the people way over way in way. Africa who have been had, had all the flooding, and that oh, more than 300 persons have been dry, have been killed. Mm. Um, yes, oh, yes, thank you for lifting that up as well. We want to include our foreign brothers and sisters as well. Yes. The, all, all right. My, all my, children and youth. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For the CMS system. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Definitely. Yes. world leaders. The right. thick and shutting. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes man. Like okay. All right. I think I've got Minister also. Erica uh, for yes. you, prayer for you mm-hmm. and your family. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yes, we do. Uh thank you so much. Yes, I will add my own prayer request in there. Okay. Prayer for my um my stepdaughter as uh we uh, plan to become grandparents, just a healthy pregnancy for her as she is having some Praise the Lord. Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, praise God, Hallelujah. We agree in prayer with you. Thank you, yes. thank you. Uh, thank you. I'm going to mute the lines at this time, and we will go ahead into prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for an opportunity to gather one more time in your name, Lord. We thank you for an opportunity to have a lesson and to be challenged, to grow closer in your word, and to be able to apply your word to our lives so that we can do better for you and serve you. Lord, this evening we have lifted up quite a few things that are burdening us, things that are hurting us, and things that have us worried in our spirit. But, Lord, we're trusting in you, and we know that we can cling to you and that you will never leave us or forsake us. Lord, we ask blessings over Reginald Steele's family and his passing, Lord. Lord, we ask that you bless um, Deacon Eloise and her husband Ira as they prepare to travel out of town for the loss of her brother-in-law. Lord, we ask that you bless Sylvia Ardrey's body as she prepares for another procedure so that she may have a speedy recovery, Lord. Lord, we ask that you bless Sister Harrison, Sister Picola. We ask that you bless our brothers and sisters that are over in Africa. There are wars not just in the Ukraine, but there are also wars going on in Ethiopia, whether they are talked about a lot or not. We have brothers and sisters overseas who are suffering because of warfare. Lord, we ask that you bless people that are uh, experiencing the floods and the trauma of that in South Africa as well. Lord, here within our own county, within our own city, our children and our youth are are suffering in the school system as disagreements over school leadership are occurring. We ask that you look over the school system for CMS and that you put proper leadership in place and those who are in leadership, that they are calling on you to guide their footsteps as they care for our children and our children's education. Lord, the St. Paul family, there are a lot of people who are sick and shut in, there are a lot of people right now who are grieving the loss of loved ones as well. We ask that you be in by the bedsides. We ask that you be in hospital rooms, that you be in nursing homes and hospice areas. Lord, we know that you are everywhere and that you hear our prayers. And Lord, we, we are trusting in you. We love you. And we know that you are able to do all things that are in your will. Lord, we thank you for all that you have already done in our lives. We ask you, we, thank you for your protection. We thank you for your provisions, and we thank you for helping us to persevere through all the tough times. Lord, we thank you for this upcoming Sunday where we will get to celebrate 122 years as a church family, Lord. We thank you for bringing us through so many difficult times and for bringing us strong leaders and strong shepherds over all these years so that we are still standing despite so many things that could have torn us down and torn us apart. Lord, we love you for all that you are doing. We thank you for the St. Paul family. We thank you for our pastor, and we thank you for all those who are gathered here and those who are not able to be with us this evening. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. 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 That was wonderful. Thank you so much. It was so anointing. Yes, amen. Amen. Everyone have a blessed week and please join us next Wednesday for Quick 15. Look forward to seeing everyone on Sunday for our church anniversary. Be blessed. Uh, all have a blessed week. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed week. Thank you. Okay.